Okay, my friends. So today we're reading a story called The Keeper of Wild Words. This was written by Brooke Smith and illustrated by Madeline Klopper. And it's read today by Mommy and Mateo, you're back. You're back again. Well, what a blessing it is to have you with me today. Thank you for coming by. Are you ready for your story? Let's see what it's all about. At the end of a long cinder lane, surrounded by meadows and pine trees and sky that wrapped around and back again, Brooke ran up to her mother's, her grandmother's door. So long it opened, and she belonged. Mimi, I'm here. Brooke called her grandmother Mimi. She wasn't just a grandmother. She was a grand friend. Mimi had been waiting. She'd been sitting at her desk all day, distracted by a hummingbird and a wasp's nest and a red-tailed hawk hovering overhead. Mimi was a writer, and she wove words into everything, everything that mattered. Brooke was so excited to be visiting, she needed Mimi's help. Tomorrow was the first day of school, and Brooke had nothing for show and tell. Her summer had been wonderful, but she didn't have one special thing to share that her friends would always remember. But today, Mimi needed Brooke's help, too. She had something important to ask her. I'm afraid... Some of my favorite words are disappearing. Some of the wild words I've known and loved my whole life. How do words disappear? Brooke wondered. Words disappear if we don't share them when we talk. If we don't write them in our stories, if we don't read them in our books, if we don't use words, they can be forgotten. And if they're forgotten, they disappear. I need someone to keep them safe, she continued. To help remember, I need you to be my keeper, the keeper of wild words. Can I wear a crown? Brooke asked. No, Mimi laughed. The keeper doesn't need to wear a crown. She just needs to keep her eyes wide open, and she'll be ready to see and hear and feel all the wild words. That way, 
she'll always remember them. Look. And now she has a long list of words. Would you like me to read them to you? Yeah. Acorn, apricot, beaver, blackberry, buttercup, dandelion, doe, drake, fern, lavender, minnow, mint, monarch, poppy, porcupine, starling, violet, willow, and wren. Wow, those are a lot of things. And I can tell you what each one of them is, but I have a feeling like the book might tell us. So let's keep going. From sun up to sundown, we'll walk and run and walk again and sit and wait and listen and touch until we find every word on the list, said Mimi. Or every word on the list finds us. I'm ready said Brooke, and they were off. And sure enough, as soon as they stepped into the morning, wild words were waiting. A wren sang a good morning song. A little brown bird with a voice like an angel, sitting up high, looking down, just waiting to say hello to the world. And that's what a wren is. It's a little bird. Bunches of violets spread underfoot. Sweet perfume filled the air, almost making Brooke dizzy. Their little purple faces smiled, inviting the day to begin. Poppies in the corner of the yard suddenly popped open. Paper petals reaching to the sun. Now we have poppies that bloom just at the end of the street, don't we? In that Finston area. And bushes filled with blackberries, just like the ones Brooke had eaten for breakfast. Hundreds were still waiting to be picked and enjoyed for dessert. Do wild words dance like this every morning? I don't know. But I do think blackberries are beautiful, don't you? Along the way, Brooke picked up an acorn that fell from a mighty oak. Big, towering oak tree, little nut with a tiny brown, smooth round shell. with a tiny little hut. She put it in her pocket to remember. Up ahead they saw light reflected in a round mirror of water. The pond. When Brooke scooped up a handful of water, silver minnows swam circles in her palm. Now a pool. Whoever knew she could hold the wild. Then splash, silence broken, a beaver jumped in and then under he went, swimming towards his den, climbing up the other side of the pond and then disappearing from view. It's sure busy around here, Brooke said. Always, 
Mimi answered. Bushels of mint surrounded the pond. That's because mint is one of those herbs that grows like, I don't know, a weed. It just, it, it can be everywhere. Mimi picked stems and rubbed the leaves with her fingers. Brooke picked a leaf and put it in her mouth. Fresh, sweet, tangy. From the ground, from the earth, she could taste the wild. Then one last visitor waddled by. Green velvet head, bright yellow beak, Mr. Drake. Papa Duck, running, run, lift off, wings out, there he goes. Where next? Oh, the meadow. Just follow the trail, cut deep in the tall grass. Brooke ran ahead. So free, so free, so free. A butterfly, a monarch, diving in the breeze. Now you're just like me. And what color is a monarch butterfly, do you know? It's orange and black. Bright buttercups welcomed them. Yellow petals glistened in the sun. A wild carpet of light and beauty. Quick, make a wish, said Mimi, holding out a dandelion. Fairy dust sitting on a stem. Blow on it and seeds will fly. Your tiny wishes in the air. At the top of the meadow stood an old willow tree. The shade of the willow was like a dear friend. Mimi had known this tree forever. What a perfect place to have lunch, Mimi said, and she took out small sandwiches and apricots. She had them mm, yummy, picked from her yard. Round, fuzzy fruits, sweet as can be, the juice dripping with every bite. Rows of lavender lined the field below, filling the air with a magic perfume. And just then, overhead, Brooke could not believe her eyes. There's a bird cloud flying above us. Oh, my, Mimi said. The starlings are back. Such an amazing wonder. Thousands of birds swooped and darted and turned, somehow always staying connected. Then they floated away as mysteriously as they came. Finally, they wandered over to the dark, dense woods. Brooke had always been a little afraid of the forest, but now part of her was wild and she couldn't wait. A light rain started to fall, sudden summer shower, and the rain made the smell of the forest come alive, and all the plants glistened, and the ferns with their magnificent green feathered leaves curled up and then spread out like a fan for everyone to notice. 
What else do you see? Mimi asked. Brooke looked across the forest floor and sure enough, nestled in the needles was a doe. A deer curled up like the fern, fast asleep in the shadows. Quiet, quiet, peace and quiet. Walk slowly, we'll let her be. In the woods, things appear around corners, tucked deep. Ahead, they heard some rustling. Stop, Mimi said. Walk back slowly towards me. And right then, a porcupine popped out and ran up a tree. Now, porcupines, if they're scared, will let their quills fly. Surprises abound in the wild. Now, Mimi had one other surprise. You know, my favorite wild word is not on the list, she said. It's standing right in... Oh, and she says, it's standing right in front of me. No, I think I know who it is. I figured it out. Because what's the name of the little girl? Do you remember what I what she, we called her earlier? Brooke. And do you know that's an interesting word because it's also means something. Do you know what Brooke means? <laughs> a gurgling sound was coming from a clearing. Light flickering on a glassy surface. It was a small stream. A brook. Dancing and sparkling and singing, it knew exactly where it was going. Joyful thread of water cutting through the trees. My last wild word is you, Mimi said. You were named after this tiny stream that your mother always cherished. Only One could only imagine such a perfect name for the keeper of wild words. Mimi, I never told you what I needed help with, said Brooke. What is it? Mimi said. I need something special for tomorrow for show and tell, and now I have it. The night sky would soon be painted, stars gleaming overhead, a beautiful wild curtain closing on the day. Mimi's wild words were safe. They were shared and remembered and understood and deeply loved. And when the wild wraps around you, it stays forever in your heart. And that, my friends, is what? The end. And you can be a keeper too. You have to put wild words in your heart and then they can stay safe and you can use them all the time. Do you want to know what some of my favorite words are? Okay, let me give you some of my favorite words. Some of them are funny, and some of them are things that just I think are fun to say out loud. Do you want to know what one of my favorite words to say out loud is? Ready? Elbow. 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 You try saying it. 
Elbow. Elbow? It's the thing that... Tell me. But I just can't say. You can't? No. Why not? You want me to give another one? You want me to give another one of my favorite words? No. No. Say the one it. Okay. Oh. Super califragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah. That's a great word. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Super califragilisticexpialidocious. Um, I also like the word wedding. 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 It's supposed to be like this. Wedding. Yeah. Wedding. Um, and I like the word windowsill. Windowsill. And I like the word trapped. Trapped. It sounds like what it is. Trapped. And that, my friends, is the end. Of a whole bunch of different funny words. <laughs> so true. We'll come back tomorrow with a whole bunch of different words. Why not?